Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, February 24th, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals for your fact of the day. 14,000 is the number of Amazon employees who joined a Slack channel advocating for remote work after the company ordered them all to return to the office at least three days a week by May. And this should be no surprise to Amazon. In Amazon's 2022 return to the office report, their own poll found that two in five, about 43% of Canadian office workers say they would be likely to look for a new job if their current employer mandated they return to the office full time. Peak Pals, are your employers forcing you to the office? What do you think about the return to office pivot? Let us know on Twitter. But other than Amazon forcing their employees back into offices, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, a new Northern Air Force. For our second story, Google is blocking some news in Canada. And for our last story, JP Morgan is saying no to chat GPT. For our first story, the head of the Royal Norwegian Air Force has a vision for Arctic security that involves Canada, the US, Finland, Sweden, and of course, just 250 ultra-modern fighter jets. Peak Pals, here's what's driving the news. So Rolf Folland is calling on Canada to create a new Arctic Air Force command per Aftenpotum. If Sweden and Finland can't join NATO, a bid complicated by Turkey's interference, he thinks the next step is to create a joint center for air operations. Norway's military agency has boosted its threat evaluation of Russian presence in the Arctic, setting that most of Russia's nuclear weapons are housed far up north. And this matters because the Arctic represents 40% of Canada's landmass and 75% of its coast line, but sees a negligible fraction of defense spending. Meanwhile, Russia, an Arctic power in its own right, has grown increasingly at odds with NATO members due to the war in Ukraine. According to a U.S. military strategy paper, quote-unquote, without international efforts to counter our competitors' fast-paced advances, our competitive advantage will erode. And the idea is that a joint air military center could help both NATO coordinate future air operations and allow northern countries to share their expertise with each other. In Canada, there's no word on a response to fall request, but senators are starting to look into the need for updated defense infrastructure up north. The North Warning System in Cambridge Bay, for instance, still relies on outdated tech that can't detect modern weapons. For our second story, Google is testing ways to block Canadian users from seeing news content on search as part of a spat with the feds over the idea that tech giants should pay for linking articles. Now to catch you up, Google has called the proposed Bill C-18, aka the Online News Act, a quote-unquote link tax that punishes the company for helping people just find things. It also warned the bill could restrict access to information and force payments to outlets that are peddling misinformation. Now, Google's tests have left about 4% of Canadians with search results for domestic international news limited to varying degrees. But the threat here is clear. If the feds don't modify the bill to Google's liking, it could roll out blocking features at full scale. Facebook has also threatened to block news in Canada, something it did in Australia after the country passed similar laws in 2021, lifting the ban only after amendments were made. Now, Canada's Heritage Department clapped back at Google, saying, this didn't work in Australia and it won't work here. All we're asking tech giants to do is to compensate journalists. Now, the proposal exempts platforms from elements of the law if they can strike independent deals with publishers. Many of Canada's major news outlets have already signed content deals with Google, but the company wants to be able to pick and choose who it pays. 
This all matters because over 450 Canadian outlets have closed since 2008, but 65 of them in the past two years alone. This bill aims to recoup ad revenue outlets have lost to big tech. But if companies go nuclear and hide news results, its users trying to stay informed will actually lose. Next, Bill C-18 passed in the House of Commons in December and will be discussed in the Senate in the coming months. For a third story, JP Morgan has told ChatGPT to clear its desk and head on home. Here's what's happened. Employees at one of the world's top investment banks are actually no longer allowed to use OpenAI's artificial intelligence chatbot at work. And JP Morgan isn't alone. Amazon and the tech consultancy Accenture, they've both also banned the bot as well. And while AI chatbots can be useful when writing articles or passing NBA-level exams, ChatGPT has been found to make factual errors and even try to split up marriages. AI chatbots may make stuff up and behave erratically, but those banning the bots are mostly concerned that they can't keep their mouths shut. ChatGPT constantly absorbs new information to improve its language model and could repeat things to future users. One Amazon lawyer warned that ChatGPT's answers could include or resemble our confidential information, adding, I've already seen instances where its output closely matches existing material. And there's also a risk that sensitive information might reach the eyes of OpenAI's human AI trainers who review ChatGPT's conversations for quality control. And here's the bottom line. A decade ago, Wall Street tried to ban other new and disruptive tech platforms like Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube all from its offices. But employees found workarounds, and the bans didn't last. Can we really expect ChatGPT to take this latest ban lying down? Big Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Peak Pals, and have a great weekend. When you give me shock waves.